Job 33 verse 24 says, Then he is gracious unto him, and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. I think we'll read that again. Then he is gracious unto him and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. Let's just bow in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this hour. We thank you for the people that you've brought out in such a windy and wet evening. We thank you you've given them the desire to be here and the faithfulness in every heart. Father, will you encourage your people this evening? And I pray, Father, as we bring your word that you would, Lord, anoint my clay lips with your spirit. And we pray, O oh God, that you would speak to maybe someone who has come out in such a night. Lord, to hear your word, and someone has come out unsaved, Lord, would you save them? And Lord, would you strangely warm the hearts of those who have gone cold? And maybe backsliders have come in tonight, Lord, and have found themselves here wondering, why am I out in such a night? We thank you, Father, that you've brought them. And we pray in the mighty, most precious, and wonderful name of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray, Father, that you would speak to them and bring them home. We thank you for the, the gospel in the song, the songs of Zion that we have played and sung to, and also the song, Lord, that we have heard Caroline and Sarah have sung to us. We pray, Lord, that something would be done tonight and marked in eternity. No matter the wind, no matter the rain, no matter the weather, we pray in Jesus' name that your word would be heard. And Lord, that men and women would be encouraged in the faith. Glorify your name and your son. For Jesus' sake we pray and we ask it. Amen. Here in the, the book of Job chapter 33 and in verse 24, we see some wonderful words here. Then he is gracious unto him. I love that word gracious. I love that word grace. I love the grace of God for without the grace of God there's not one of us would be saved. Without the grace of God there's not one of us could go on in the faith brother. Nor go on in the faith sister. For each and every one of us feel him every day. And yet his grace abounds over our sin and yet his precious blood still avails for us in heaven for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ has never lost its power. I love the word grace because it was amazing grace. That strange and wonderful sound that came to my heart that saved me, that came and showed me my need of a saviour that came and presented to me the Christ of God and the work of Calvary, which was finished, which he did all by himself, which showed me my need, showed me the one who could save me, and grace opened my eyes to behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. I love the word grace. 
because grace drew me through the Spirit of God and the Word to the Savior. I love the word grace because it tells me I need do nothing but receive and accept what Christ has done and what Christ has done and nothing else. Oh, it's even as the hymn writer would sing, nothing in my hands I bring simply to thy cross I cling. There's nothing to bring. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to add. There's nothing to give but to come by faith. Come afresh to the cross of Calvary and there you'll find your sins have been paid in full for he said, he cried, it is finished. He paid it all. He did it all. And you and I can receive it all. He is gracious unto him. Oh, God was gracious unto me, a sinner. Gracious unto you, brother, and unto you, sister. Oh, but for the grace of God, none of us would be saved and none of us would be forgiven of our sins. That word gracious or grace is a word in the Hebrew called kin or kanan. And it means one bowing down or stooping down in kindness to an inferior. One bowing down or stooping down in kindness to an inferior. Oh, then he is gracious unto him. In other words, God bowed down. God stooped down in kindness to me and to you. He came and he bled and he died in the person of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He came and he went all the way to the cross of Calvary. He bled and he died. He stooped down and he bowed down in kindness to me, the inferior, that you and I might be saved, forgiven, blood-washed, blood-bought, brought into his kingdom, adopted into his family. We're on the road to glory. Hallelujah. We praise the Lamb of God. Friend, I love the word grace. You know here in this same verse, it says he is gracious unto him. And saith, what gracious words? Deliver him. Hallelujah. Deliver her. God says over you tonight, friend, you're not saved. Deliver him. Deliver her, he says this evening. Deliver them from going down to the pit. For I have found a ransom. Oh, glory to God before there was a sinner on the earth in Adam. There was a Savior in heaven in Christ. Glory to God. He says, deliver him, deliver him. I love the word deliver. I'll tell you why. This word here, deliver him from going down to the pit. It's a word, padan. It means liberate him. Set him free. Redeem him. Liberate her. Set her free. Redeem.
redeem her. That's what God says over the sinner tonight. That's what God says to the man and the woman who do not know Christ. Deliver him. Deliver her from going down to the pit. Friend, what if this is the night you never get another chance to hear the word of God? What if this is the night when you don't get a chance to hear the gospel of saving grace? And what if this is the night you'll never get another chance and God says you're heading to the pit? You're going down to the pit. And he says, but I have found a ransom for you. I found a ransom for you, friend. God sent forth his son, his glorious son, his only begotten son, his beautiful son, his wonderful son. He sent forth the darling off his bosom and he went all the way to Calvary's tree for you. Deliver him from the pit. Deliver her from going down. They're traveling a road to a pit. But I have found a ransom, he says. I have found a ransom. You know, this word is this. This verse especially is quite strange for this reason. The word to deliver, to liberate, to set free. The Bible tells us that he or she whom the Son sets free, they are free indeed. I'm free from the guilt of tomorrow. I'm free from the guilt of my past. For I've traded my shackles for a glorious song. I'm free, praise the Lord. Free at last. Friend, God can deliver you from your sin. God can deliver you from your lusts and from your passions, from your worldliness and from your ungodliness. And friend, God can deliver you that which is bringing you down to the pit. God can deliver you from it and set you free, free indeed from it. Maybe you're an addiction. Maybe you have an addiction to alcohol. Maybe you have an addiction to drugs. Maybe you have an addiction to gambling. Maybe you have an addiction to this or that or the other. And you say, I can never do it. I can never be free. Friend, I can tell you, the power of the Word and the Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus will set you free tonight. The power of God can set you free. And you'll be free indeed. Free from it all. Oh, I've heard many a person say, I couldn't be saved. I couldn't be a Christian. You know, when you're a Christian, it must be boring because you're, you're not allowed to do this and you're not allowed to do that thing or the other. Friend, I can tell you, I can tell you when you get saved, it's not you're not allowed. You don't want to do that thing. You don't want to live that way. You don't want to be the other. You want to live for Christ. You want to fall in love with the one who saved you who redeemed you with blood, his precious blood. You want to live with all your mind and your heart and your soul for Jesus. You want to glorify him in all who you are and in everything you do. You want to go on with him and you want to see yourself grow in the faith and in love with Christ. 
Friend, it's not you can't. It's that you don't want to. He changes you from within. He changes you from within. He gives you a new heart. He gives you a new life. He makes you a new creature. And he takes that old and he does away with it. And he makes you completely new all over again. He done it with me. He done it with many. And friend, he can do it with you tonight. A rainy night. Heavy wind blowing gusts. We can feel this stage of this lorry moving. But I can tell you something, friend. God sees right through it, even the windscreens that are covered in rain. And he knows the heart of the man and the woman. And he says, I love you. I love you. And I sent my son for you. Friend, what will you do with Christ? What will you do with him? You know, this little verse has so much in it. Listen, then he is gracious unto him and saith, deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. The word ransom is a strange word too. It's a word kofar. You know what it means? It means to cover. To cover. It means to atone, to cover. Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a covering. I have found an atonement. You know, in Genesis chapter 6, Noah is told to build an ark by God. Noah was a fool in the eyes of the world because... This old fool believes the world which has never seen rain. This world that has never seen a deluge. This man is building this massive boat. Oh, what a fool he is. And friend, they thought he was a fool until the rain started. But the Lord says, take the gopher wood and make rooms, he says, and thou shalt Pitch, P-I-T-C-H. Thou shalt pitch it within and without. Thou shalt pitch it within and without. And the word there is, thou shalt atone it within and without. And the ark is a type of Christ. For all who were in the ark were saved from the wrath of God at the deluge. Saved from the flood. We're told only eight souls entered into the ark and were saved. But they were atoned for, for the water could not get into the ark. Why? Because it had pitch on it within and without. In other words, there was an atonement made in this type of Christ. Friend, the atonement is this, that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, is the great atonement for our sin. And the wrath of God will not find us. Notice what I say. The wrath of God will not find us because we're covered. 
because we're atoned, because we're under, because we're cleansed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you under the blood? Are you washed in the blood? Are you made atonement through the blood? Are you under the atonement? Friend, I find it amazing that this verse, in verse 24, Then he is gracious unto him and saith, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom, starting with grace. And then in that only grace we have a covering. The gospel is in this little verse, friend. And there's a pit, a terrible pit, a horrible pit. A pit, not just of despair, but a fiery furnace pit, a lake of fire. Friend, one night, my eldest daughter wasn't long born. Myself and my wife were lying in bed and we fell asleep. And I had this dream. I walked into a church and the people were facing me like you are. And I walked in a side door and there was this great flowing figure in black this great black spirit. And it caught me. And it brought me up into the air over the people. And, he, and it cried, you'll never win them. You'll never win them. In real dark tones of a voice. So real to me, I could feel it. I could feel it, friend. I could feel it in my spirit. I could feel it in my heart. I remember as I started wrestling in the air, how the scripture even said we've wrestled not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And in this dream, as it were, he brought me like a flash through the wall. Through the wall like he was carrying me. And there I ended up in a cavern, unending. So deep I couldn't see the bottom and he brought me further down. And there were clefts in a rock right down, holes in the ground at the bottom of this pit. And there were lights coming out, flickering flames. Flickering flames came out. And all, friend, all I could hear was the wailing and the squealing and the crying. And the moaning and the unending yearning of souls of men and women pleading for mercy. But they couldn't find mercy. I'll never forget it. To the day I die, I'll never forget it. And this figure laughing and tormenting. Two friends behind bars waiting to go down. And there one was standing and he cries out to me, an old friend I used to run around the world with. 
Ken, would you help me? Get me out, please. Terrified. He was terrified. And I went up to the bars and I said, Brian, I can't get you out. I can't do this. I tried and I tried. Suddenly this dark figure stood beside me and pushed me away and stood on my back. This is where you should be. And I called in the name of Jesus. And I woke up, sweat running from me, shaking, exhausted. And a voice said to me, when I was woke up, what about your children? What about your child? My eldest daughter, with a high-pitched scream, a little girl baby, started to yell and squeal out of her sleep. Strange thing was, I saw Brian and the other friend, Paul. Saw them in a place I didn't expect to see them. Not together, but in the same place at the same time. And I went to tell them, listen, I had a dream about you. And the Lord showed me something. Ah, having enough time for this. And I can tell you, friend, they went away. And I was burdened for them. I know some weeks ago, I'd have been on with Brian sometimes, trying to get him around, tell him about, tell him about the Lord. Not wanting to know. It was late at night. He maybe had a drink or two. Texting me when I was in bed late at night. A few weeks ago, he sent me the most glorious message. He says, Ken, I got on my knees and gave my life to Christ. Christ set him free. Christ delivered him from going down to the pit. He was gracious unto him. Oh, I rejoiced. Friend, what about your children? What way are you bringing your children up? What are your children seeing in your home? Oh, brother, what, 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 what example are you leading for your family? For your little ones growing up? You teach your son to be aggressive by you being aggressive to your wife? You teach your daughter to accept it because she does? Unbeliever, unsaved tonight, what way, what message, what upbringing are you giving your children? Oh, it says here, deliver him from going down to the pit, for I have found a ransom. Here's what I want to tell you. There's only one ransom. There's only one payment. The ransom has been found. By the way, the word found wasn't that God had to keep searching heaven as some of the lovely songs say. No, not at all. For he is God himself. Gives the idea. The found, the matzah is the word, is before me. Before me. 
in Genesis 6, verse 8, it says, And Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah wasn't looking for grace. Noah wasn't looking for grace. A grace that means appeared to Noah. Grace was at his face. And Noah accepted the grace to build the ark. I have found a ransom here. My son is ever before me. Here's the ransom. The darling of my bosom. The one who is the apple of mine eye. And he says at Jordan, this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. That's the ransom friend. The price was paid. I'm going to finish in a moment. Thank you for your attention. Job chapter 36. Just a couple of chapters over. Listen to what it says. Because there is wrath. Job chapter 36, verse 18. Because there is wrath, beware, lest he take thee away with his stroke. Then a great ransom cannot deliver thee. Do you know there's no mercy in the pit? Mercy has passed. Grace is gone. Wrath is meted out, and there is no turning back nor escape. Because there is wrath, beware, lest he taketh thee away with a stroke and a great ransom. Notice, a great ransom cannot. Redeem you, deliver you. Our opening verse opened with grace. Grace. This closing verse closes with wrath. Here's what I say as I finish this. You have come in tonight in grace. You've entered in in grace will you leave tonight in wrath who knows who knows but God alone will you receive the ransom that's paid tonight will you receive tonight that ransom of Christ's blood and nothing else would you say, Lord, I believe with all of my heart that this sinner needs your mercy. I thank you for your grace that the ransom has been found and Jesus has paid my debt in full. I believe it with all my heart. Save me. Forgive me. Wash me. Cover me. Clothe me in his righteousness. Cleanse me from all iniquity.
Oh, friends, imagine in such a windy and rainy night as the wind blows this place. May the Spirit of the Lord blow upon you. So here's my text. Then is he gracious unto him, saying, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. May God bless his word to you tonight. May God bless you for being here this evening. May God help you to live for Christ. May God speak to you and continue to speak when man's voice is silent. And may you yield yourself to God and give your life to Christ for His glory, for His name's sake. Will you pray with me for a moment? Father, we believe you've taken your word and you've sent it forth and it will not return unto you void. We believe it because you said it. And so I pray, Lord, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that someone here this evening would hear the word like they've never heard it, that they would receive the word as they've never received it, that they would believe the word because before they could never believe it. Father, we pray that you'd continue to speak Bless your people. Lord, if there's one here tonight and they're ill in their body, would you touch their body? And would you heal them? In the power of Jesus' name. We pray, O oh God, you'd, Lord, help your people to remain faithful unto thee. Glorify your Son. We love him because he first loved us. And we worship you, Father, in him and through him. And we give you the glory. We give you all the honor. And we give you all the praise for Jesus' sake. Amen. Friend, could I say, I'm still going to be standing down here at the corner.